Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney, say so what? Welcome along to episode 31 of the Melchester Odyssey. Um, if case you're new to this, it is the best of Royal Rovers book from the 1980s. 208 pages of scorching soccer action. And it's, um, it's fucking great, isn't it? And we're at the stage now. Melchester have been relegated. They're in Scotland. Um, doing a tournament. And Roy has just unveiled the new kit. Um, to everyone's surprise and delight, I would say. They all seem delighted by it, even though he's going to make them all buy their own kits. A minimum of two. Yeah, you've got to buy two. And also, there is a deposit. Because at the it's, it's not... It's not quite a purchase as such. It's more of a, a lease situation. A rental thing, yeah. It's a, a, a lease. So you have to put down a hundred quid deposit on each <laughs> kit. But uh, and, no, don't worry. You get it back as long as you keep it in good nick. Now, would you like to buy the cleaning coverage as well? Which means that you will be assisted by Penny, my wife, <laughs> In doing the laundry. No, she won't do it herself, but she will be there as a resource for your women folk. Um, Now, that is £3 a month, right? But it'll be money well spent because it means you are more likely at the end of the two years to get the majority of your £100 deposit back. So (laughs) if you don't get it, in many ways, it's a false economy. Because I've I've got a vision, you see, and I think that in the future, uh, sales of these kits are going to be... you know, they'll be highly sought after, and I'll be flogging yeah. them on uh, whatever format is available in the future. In the, in the future, it'll be called, sure it'll what? be vintage. See, it'll be vintage. People will look back on this as a golden age of Melchester Rovers, and uh, that's very much part of my retirement plan. So I do need them to be in kept in good condition. And like I say, take it or leave it. I think this is a fantastic offer you're all got in front of your ear. <laughs> Um, you, you're free not to take it, but as I say, you will be suspended and fined because you'll be in breach of contract <laughs> if you do not agree to wear the cob strip. And you cannot wear the cob strip unless you buy it from me, who I am now the sole licensee of all the Melchester Rovers strips and associated merchandise. So anyway, we're all looking forward to our promotion campaign of uh, started in August. Lots of togetherness and unity among the squad. Um, so it says, in Scotland for a tournament between promoted and relegated teams, Roy Race had given a trial to 18-year-old Kenny Logan, whose father hated football and wanted the lad to enter the family business of a state agency. After beating Western Villa in the quarterfinals, Roy posed 
And then he did pause as well, didn't he? He's pausing in this first picture, we can see. Paused in a new Melchester Rover strip. He's standing like a little teapot, isn't he? He's got the handle yeah. and he's got the spout there. And he's look at this. Full, I can even stand like a gay, but the kit's so good, I still look like straight as fuck. Like, that's how good this is. Different times. Yeah. This is how a gay like Larry Grayson would stand, right? Fine. <laughs> now look at fantastic. me doing it. Look at me doing it in my... First of all, all of you looking at me do it naked, right? Looks a bit weird, <laughs> doesn't it? Bit gay. Now, watch me do it with the strip on. Don't I'm look normal. weird at all. You're like, fucking hell, knockout. The ladies would love it. I'm Confusing, going on the pole in this. Me and Blackie are going up the feathers in this and in our football <laughs> shoes. <laughs> Very Watch a fucking pro in action at the bar as well. <laughs> so uh, Roy says, he says, one thing's for sure, lads, the Rovers may have been relegated, but we're going to be the best dressed team in any division next season because that's what counts, isn't it? Fuck's sake. He's getting really into this. Fucking Roy. He's, he's taken relegation just so lightly. So have all these players and the club and the fans. They don't give a fuck and he's made no changes. I know Simple, he's just like, you kit, that'll see us all right. We'll have the absolute piss in this division. New, new division, new kit, whatever. But I, I don't think relegation mattered all that much, did it, back then? Because it wasn't the Premier League chasm between the There's Premier not, League and yeah, the I rest. Yeah, I don't think there'd be such a huge financial no. thing. I guess no, you, I guess the, the thing is is that you'd... Yeah, I mean, I suppose if you think about it, you would the, the, the risk would be is that your gate receipts would fall. And I'm supposing that in those days, gate receipts were a bigger part of your income yeah massive whereas yeah. now it's like nah yeah we'll fill a stadium out but that's not the half of it it's all about some mm. commercial deal we've done in fucking Vietnam mm. do you know what I mean or mainly the Sky TV money mm. so yeah we're going to be the best dressed team and uh, Blackie says yeah you can say that again Roy and then Charlie Carter who seems to be growing his hair mm. even longer than it already was his white hair he's starting to look like what was them what were those two blues was it Johnny and Edgar Winter the albino blues duo from the seventies. He looks <laughs> like know, one of them. Great. <laughs> yeah, you don't mean like the win- you don't mean the Winters, Bernie Winters, and um, not, not whatever very his much was not, called. Not, very much not Bernie and um, and his brother Mike and Bernie Terry. Winters. No, and Schnorbert's the dog. No, Schnorbert's. definitely not them. Um, he says it's a great strip. That's how I've decided he talks. Possibly a little. It possibly talks a little bit like an Indian chief, which is sort of what he looks like now. What? It's a great Roy, strip. I'm a mighty good strip. Fucking <laughs> hell! What's all this? An Indian chief. What, what are you talking like an Indian chief for? <laughs> <laughs> um, discover uh, roots in Native American tribe. Charlie Do. Um, um, DNA <laughs> test and family tree research. Like, um, um, who do you think you are? <laughs> Recent electroshock therapy has opened new avenues in Charlie Carter's mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you call Charlie. Uh, river run, run through it. <laughs> and that. <laughs> that new name, tribal name. <laughs> also, I can no longer play on Sundays in <laughs> church. Um, after the press conference, Roy turned his attention to Kenny Logan. 
uh, Kenny Logan's for some reason has already got his fucking clothes back on his civilian clothes he's, he's away he's going home uh, and Roy says well Kenny I was really impressed by your performance this afternoon under normal circumstances I wouldn't hesitate off your contract what do you mean Mr Reese? what's the snag your father is the snag <laughs> I've still your got bad memories of my first encounter <laughs> with him Roy is fucking scared of Kenny Logan's dad and he's not going to sign Kenny Logan, who's clearly got what it takes to be a top yeah. professional. You're a good player, but I always, I mean, ask anyone, before I sign a player for this club, I'll always check out their dads first, right? Yeah. Because I do scary. not need group, all of them, Paco Diaz's dad, right? Senor <laughs> Paco Senior, right? I went out and I spent, he, he lives, right, in, um, he lives Lanzarote way. Right? Yeah. I went out and I spent a fucking week with the cunt in his rig in Lanzarote getting to know him, watching his routines, right? I don't know. I di- he doesn't speak a word of fucking English, which I counted against him. He seemed to be some sort of donkey farmer, from what I could tell. <laughs> also, there were a lot of cats hanging around. But he didn't give me a moment's grief. And uh, <laughs> and his missus, uh, Senorita Diaz, She's not bad as well for an older woman. So I had a great time and I signed Paco, right? Straight it's away. the same with all of them. Charlie Carter's dad, uh, what's he called, runs with buffaloes. I spent a week out on the Arizona Plains with him and his <laughs> wife. Lovely people. Lovely people. <laughs> Lovely, great. very welcoming. Nice casino they've got there. <laughs> now, no Baxter's parents are both dead. Right, he's an orphan. <laughs> Which might explain why he is such an attention-seeking <laughs> little cunt, right? But it works out well for me. That's a lot of people ask me, "Why'd you sign that cunt?" He's he's not that much of a player. Plus, he's a, an annoyance. But the fact that he's an orphan, orphan means that I get no fucking grief, and he is very malleable. He is very easy to <laughs> manipulate, right? He's emotionally vulnerable, and I look for that in all of my players. Emotional vulnerability. <laughs> look at Blackie, right? His dad, an alcoholic. You never see him, right? Good for me, bad for Blackie, right? His dad is a fucking nightmare, a degenerate. He'll turn up <laughs> once in a while, ask him for a, for a bit of cash hand out from Blackie. I'll leave him yeah. to it. They're estranged, but, you know, he comes round and round again like a fucking bad itch. Bad penny. Yeah. Um... So he says, yeah, your father is the snag. Uh, if I sign you up without even consulting him, he'll go berserk. So I'd like to try and arrange some sort of peace meeting between all three of us. Maybe we can get fucking running water here to be the fucking... <laughs> pass the conch around or something, I don't know. With his smoke, fucking smoke the peace pipe. I <laughs> don't know what the fuck's <laughs> going on with him. <laughs> oh, it's a kid, whatever, says, oh. you know, one thing you, no one can say... About Roy Race, right, is that he has got a racialist bone in his fucking body, <laughs> right? Because I don't. You look around. We've got all sorts here, right? We've got a fucking Red Indian, right? <laughs> We've got a Spaniard, right? We've even got a black, right? I don't. I see no colour, right? And you know, you're a red-headed jock. That's not a problem for me. We'll all sit down. We'll pass around a pipe. And we'll get to the fucking knob of the issue with this cunt of a daddy yours, right? But one thing I want you all to know and agree with is that I do not have a racialist bone in my fucking body. 
<laughs> so, uh, and Kenny says, okay, Mr. Ace, I'll do my best. Um, later, as Kenny left the ground on his motorbike, he's on a motorbike, you have to get rid of that fucking motorbike, son. And things are late. Insurance purposes. Yeah. And he thinks, uh, somehow I fear the worst. But now I'd better see if I can sort out the problem of Vic Guthrie. And then Roy is approached by what appears to be a ghost behind <laughs> him. Hey, Roy, have you got a minute? <laughs> Fuck, you know, it's all very psychedelic, this episode. But it's not a ghost. <laughs> it's Dennis Loder. Oh, no. uh, oh, fucking <laughs> hell. Oh, oh, are you? Jesus Christ. Well, Scotland's fucking the other today. I was hoping to have a relaxing afternoon. What's this? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're the telly cunt, aren't you? I forgot about this. Right, what's going on? <laughs> he's got he's got a bit of Noel Edmonds about him as well, hasn't he, with the, the hairdo? He is an absolute <clears throat> fucking clown. He's got this weird chin strap. <laughs> he's got a weird chin strap um, uh, beard. No moustache. Yeah, no moustache, just around the chin, right? Up, sideburns into the, the, chin beard. The hallmark of a pervert. Sw- he, yeah, he's got swept back sort of white hair in a kind of blow-dried style. Um, he's got a really outlandish tropical shirt, which, as we know, is the preferred choice of TV producers, isn't it? Yeah, they all wear that, yeah. And and uh, and a waistcoat. Uh, I mean, the bloke's a fucking clown, but yeah, he probably knows his stuff, knows his stuff when it comes to TV. Yeah, different world, isn't it? Mm. Uh, so he's, he's called Dennis Lauder. And Dennis oh, Lauder. Dennis Lauder. <laughs> I think he might talk a bit like that. Yeah, I've got a bit of a surprise for you. <laughs> Dennis Lauder was the director of the television series which was being made about the Rovers. And um, Roy says, I've, uh, I've got a lot on my plate, Dennis. Uh, Dennis Lauder says, this won't take a minute. I uh, I want you to meet one of your biggest fans. He's waiting in the club manager's office. I mean, that's catnip to Roy. I want you to meet one of your biggest fans. I'm going to get praised, am I? Fine, I'll come along. you got me listening. you got me listening now. Which way? You lead the way, cunt. <laughs> so they go into the, the manager's office and Roy incredibly is faced by himself sitting Fuck in the manager's me. chair this day Whoa. gets fucking I thought this day couldn't get any fucking weirder but it just has <laughs> this is like a like a, an ordinary TV series that has some kind of dream sequence spin-off yeah. episode isn't it I am fucking I'm off my fucking not I don't know if someone's put something in me half time brandy but this is fucking madness. Ah, so there we are, Roy faced by himself. Uh, and other Roy says, hi, superstar. And Roy says, great Scott alive. Which I think is just code for fuck me backwards. Um, I, I, I don't believe it. Then, as Roy realised he wasn't staring at his own reflection, you know, it's taken him a couple of moments to realise it's not a mirror. Um, okay, I'm moving my hand, but he's not moving his hand. What kind of fucking mirror is this? i tell you what I reckon it is, right? You know, that, the fucking Red Indian lot, they take that yeah. piety stuff, don't they? Sends you fucking bonkers in the nut, you start seeing all sorts. When I were out in the desert, right, with Charlie Carter's old man, right, I was fucking... <laughs> he gave me some <laughs> shit, he gave me some fucking weird cactus tea, or at least that's what I thought it was. Next thing I know, I'm having a fucking out-of-body experience, right? There's a wolf talking to me, right? And I'm floating around above my own body. Start bollock naked. It was fucking mental. 
Anyway, I think Charlie might have brought some of that home from back at back at his family's he, rig. His dad said there'd be flashbacks, and I think that's what's happening here. Oh <laughs> fucking hell! This isn't going to do our promotion bit any good at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like one of them fucking freaks who never come back from it. Like Sid Barrett <laughs> out of the Pink Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> and that cunt who formed Fleetwood Mac. Oh, Peter Green out of the Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Where's he now? Fucking nowhere, that's where. Fucking probably sitting thinks, on a bench. Cunt's probably in the park thinking he's a fucking teapot. Sitting in the park talking to a fucking tree or something. <laughs> I don't want that for me. <laughs> Jalapeño. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. Jalapeño. So Roy's realised he's not staring at his own reflection because um, it's it's his reflection's wearing a necklace and Roy doesn't wear a necklace. So that's how you can your neck. <laughs> what have I got on me fucking neck? Oh shit! Bells. <laughs> um, he says to him, "Yo, you must be Elton Blake, the actor who's playing my part in the television series." Fucking good bit of deduction there, Roy. He says, that's right. Amazing what a wig and a little makeup will do, isn't it? Yeah, it fucking is. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. I didn't know whether to punch you or fuck you when I clapped eyes on you. <laughs> Maybe I'll do both. <laughs> oh, God. What's going on here? Right. You pair of cunts. Yeah, yeah. TV show, fine. I'm signed up to it now. As long as you fucking pay, you can do what you want. Now, let's talk. I've got... I hear a lot of you media types, right? Nowhere to get a bit of the old fucking marching powder at short notice, right? You're all on it down there, aren't you? I've been down there before when we play away games in London, up Stringfellows and that. Now, my usual connect is Blackie's cousin up in Liverpool. But unfortunately, he's had a a few problems and he's currently... uh, Let's say serving at Her Majesty's pleasure, right? Which means I've got a fucking big problem. Can what? Well, can you sort me out, right? Because if not, me and Blackie are going to be down the fucking docks buying it on street level, which is below me, frankly. <laughs> so, hang on, I'm trying to work out which one's which here. 
Yeah, the one with the necklace is Elton Blake, isn't it? Uh, Dennis Lauder explained they were about to start filming the first episode of the new series. Having shot enough background material, we're now getting down to the storyline. And yeah, we'd whatever. like you, we'd like yeah. you to be our soccer consultant, Roy. Right, oh, first right. thing, it's not called soccer. It's called fucking football, right? Anyone There's your first soccer, bit of consultancy, and I want yeah. a fucking ton for that. Because I've saved your fucking <laughs> neck there from looking like complete cunts. <laughs> Lesson one's over. Here's me invoice. Now, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a trip to a distillery plan with Blackie. I'll be back in two days. Give us a buzz when you fucking got hold of that gear that I asked you for, right? In fact, matter of fact, you can just pay me a nat if you want. Um, having shot enough background material, we're now getting the story. We'd like to be our sort of consultant. Of course, he says, I'd be delighted. I mean, that's a shorthand for let's uh, do a, a deal which is going to be financially beneficial to myself. Um, that evening, as Penny, so as Roy had dinner with his wife Penny in their hotel. Uh, nice glass of wine for each of them there. Uh, Penny says, I've heard this Blake is a bit of a big head. Why couldn't mm. you have played yourself in the series, Roy? Ooh. Fuck that. Well, this is what he says, don't we, silly love? I can't act for Toffee. Now, I'd have thought Roy would have assumed he'd be fucking great at acting and he yeah. could do the job, but, you know, he, he knows I, his I limits. Mean, I, could, I could do it, no problem. But uh, I've got a lot of other fucking stuff on my plate, haven't I, I'd ben? be the best at it as well. I'd probably win all the awards. But, you know, <laughs> give someone else but, a go. To be honest, Pen, sometimes it's quite hard hugging all the limelight all the time. I mean, I just want to have some time where I can just be myself in my rig at home. But everyone always wants Roy, Roy, Roy. You're the best. You're the best at fucking everything. We want Roy Race. We want Roy Race. It's just one extra reason for people to fucking love and adore me, right? And sometimes <laughs> I need a break. Uh, uh, so um, he says, running Melchester Rovers takes up most of my spare time. As well, you know, by our failing marriage. But uh, he says, why don't you come along tomorrow? You never know. You might get spotted by a casting director and given the part of my wife. So this is weird. He, he's he's yeah, suggesting... I quite like that, the idea of that. He's suggesting that she plays herself as his wife while another man plays him. Yeah, I'll fucking stand and watch. If they do any love scenes, I'll stand in the wardrobe and watch. How does that sound? Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> And then I can join in and, and fuck you both. And I'll punch him in the back of the head when I come. We'll do it. We'll do a routine, right? I've always fancied the idea of this, right? I'll I'll pretend I don't know he's there. And I'll walk in on you both, right? And I'll be like, what's all this, right? And he'll be like, oh, God, you didn't tell me you were married, right? And then what I'll do is I'll... I'll beat seven fucking I'll seven shades of shit out of him in front of you, right? While you play with yourself and watch me like kick his head in, <laughs> right? And and that, but then when I'm done with that, I'll bum him, right? But he'll be he'll be he'll be unconscious by then. It'll be like bumming a corpse, right? And then you'll really like it, and then I'll and then I'll you know. Finish off with you, sort of thing. <laughs> he'll be he'll be semi conscious, gazing at it, right? We'll we'll both be shouting abuse at him at this stage. <laughs> Sit that in your fucking TV show. <laughs> oh, Roy, I've never seen this side of you before. Ah, oh, well, you know, I'm a daydreamer, Pen. <laughs> I have ideas all the time. I'm a visionary. I'll have a word with Dennis in the morning, see if we can sort it out. 
I mean, it doesn't even need to go with the series. It could be a little private film that we make if we want to. You know. Yeah, I mean, I've let him in here with his sodding cameras, right? If there's a few little side projects that he can film just for me for personal usage, then I think that's fair. <laughs> we could have private screenings of it, invite some of our close friends around one Saturday night. <laughs> Remember that time when it were uh, Blackie Stag and we arranged for... <laughs> For that horse to get it, you know, to come in the garage, and you know, we got back ideas to wank it off, right? That would have been uh, everyone loved that night, didn't they, Pen? Well, you didn't, you were crying. I don't fucking know why, you must have been, must have been hormonal, so you left. But the lads fucking loved it. Wouldn't have it, wouldn't it have been lovely if we had filmed that? Do you know what I mean? Then we could all watch it at the Christmas do and whatever, get it again. Oh man. <laughs> As it is, it's just committed to memory. Fucking Paco going at it, hammering tongs on this fucking horse. The horse didn't know whether it were coming or going. Paco's giving it all the... Ay, 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 riba, riba. Right, the lads are falling about laughing. We were all pissed up. It were fucking great. <clears throat> uh, um, yeah, we hope you've enjoyed your Christmas break. and This is the first episode of the new year. <laughs> Here's the 2020. Um, yeah. So she says, no thanks. She turns down that eye. She looks fucking shit-faced. Look at her eyes. She's had well, you would be if you were right? And in those up. days, you're probably on the Valium as well. You know, like yes. a lot of housewives. Yeah, that's probably back, what it back is. Back then, Mother's Little Helper, they called it. it, all it. She's, out, gone, she's out there. She's done a bottle of fucking Liebfrau milk before she's even come out to meet him at the bistro. Yeah. Right, <clears throat> she's she's banged twenty milligrams of fucking diazepam, <clears throat> and she is off her fucking tits because it's the only way she can get through her day with him talking all this way. sort of shit, this perverse nonsense. He and he rants non-stop at her, doesn't he? Rants, rants, <laughs> yeah. rants, and she just has yeah. to fucking float through it high as a kite. She hasn't got a lot of the agency in any of this, has she? To be fair, hey, you're, anyway, you're a bit fucking quiet sitting there with that daft look <laughs> on your face. You're not back on them funny pills, are you? Oh, no, Roy, I tell you, because I had a word with the doctor about that. He was fucking prescribing them to you like fucking smarties. I told you, get off that shit. <laughs> oh, no, Roy, don't worry. I'm just feeling happy, that's all. Yeah, well, I'll be fucking checking back in with that doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so the following morning at a local park, um, and the director, Dennis Lauder, is now wearing another flowery shirt, but this is a, a red or pink one. Um, he says, in this scene, Elton, you're having problems with Jimmy Slade. He's been giving you some lip about a new training routine. That's the kind of thing that must happen at Welchester. And um, Elton's sitting in his little uh, actor's chair before he goes on. He says, uh, I get the picture, DL. Uh, Dennis Loder says through, through his, his director's megaphone, scene seven, take four, action. And then Elton, as Roy, launches into Jimmy Slade. Uh, you kids make me sick. You think you know it all. Why, when I was an apprentice, I had to sweep the terraces and paint the goalposts before I was even allowed to kick a ball. Uh, uh, Jimmy Slade responds with, you forget it, I'm not an apprentice, Elton. I mean, Mr. Blake, a uh, boss. This is a nightmare. This is fucking, what is this, take, take four? This is take fucking four. Fucking amateur hour. Fuck this is amateur hour hell. anyway. It's clearly he hasn't been given a script. Like, Elton Blake's got a script, but the footballers themselves are supposed to be fucking ad-libbing their responses. That's going never going to fucking work. And then Jimmy Blake's just started laughing, saying, ah, sorry, sorry, Mr. Blake, it's it's the expression on your face. 
he's got the giggles, one of them says about Jimmy Slade. But Elton Blake's face is, whoa, fury. Fucking Absolute fuming. fury. Um, as the scene broke up in laughter and confusion, uh, Elton Blake fucking wellies a ball in anger, almost takes Noel Blake's head off, which wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. And he says, shut up! How in thunder's name are we supposed to get it right if you idiots can't take this seriously? I mean, are they being paid for this? Is there a fucking deal in place? What's the story? Roy's being paid. Now Roy listen, is, yeah. cunts, you just fucking go along with what the fucking TV cunts tell you. Yeah. And uh, who's he calling an idiot, says no, no Baxter. who is a fucking idiot, basically. Uh, but as you said before, no self-awareness. So, um, and then Penny standing at the side, she wades in as well. He's a fine one to talk. I mean, Roy would never sneer at one of his players like that. Dennis Lauder overhears this as, Hey, what did you say, Penny? And Penny Penny finally breaks ranks and gives an opinion about something, <clears throat> which she hasn't done since she fucked off to Crete. Elton Blake, she says, he's, he's too bossy and sarcastic. Hmm. He just isn't Roy. She's one of those people who doesn't understand what sar- what the word sarcastic means. Mm. You get a lot of those, don't you? Like yeah. they they just dish it out, and they clearly are not sure what it actually means. They he think hasn't anyone, said anything sarcastic. He said he? nothing no. remotely sarcastic. He's been angry, but there's yeah. nothing remotely sarcastic. Quite the opposite. He's been very direct. Uh, but having said that, how fit does Penny look in these couple of frames? Yeah. Um, really like the dark-haired one from um, Human League. Yeah. Same hairdo. Especially when you compare to how she looked further up the page when she was on the on the pills and pissed up. She's clean. This, this She's is early clean. in the morning, isn't it? Before she started the illustrator the really... I posted in the newsletter last week a picture of what she looks like in the 1970s annual, which is almost mm. completely different. Very brassy, Ooh. sort of a bit like one of these kind of modern-day Essex girls like oh. Katie Price with, like, you know, collagen injections in her lips. I have to go back and look at that. But she... she um, then she, but even in the in the in the course of this page, he's drawn a really different, and I think it's because they don't have many women in these cartoons. So mm. he gets the bit where he has to draw Penny, and he doesn't really bother referring back to what she's like. Right, what is it? Dark hair, isn't it? Yeah, just fucking. <laughs> well, you know, she's she's a pretty girl. I just draw a pretty girl. Yeah, but you have to be consistent in how she looks. Ah, doesn't matter. <laughs> this cartoon's mainly about men. <laughs> Four men. Four well, men by men about men. <laughs> <laughs> so she says that and it, it just says afterwards in a, a red text box, which is supposed well, they're all red actually in this one. I was gonna say it looks like it's gonna signify danger, but it says it was an innocent remark that was destined to land the real Roy race in even greater trouble. Oh, so we'll find out what that's gonna be. And it says in next week's instalment, a rebellion. I mean, that could come from any angle because it's all starting to. The pot is beginning to boil, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Here. Yeah. And uh, it's going to end up with well, it's going to end up. Let's face it, with Roy getting shot. Um, <laughs> there you go. Spoiler alert. Well, I think we uh, mentioned it I once or twice. I enjoyed this a lot. I'm going to give this a high mark. I'm going to give it nine. Yeah. Because the introduction of these TV folk. 
and Elton Blake really quickly losing his temper. When I was reading this like a couple of months ago with Len, I finished a particular chapter and, you know, we always read it before bed Mm. and there was a bit of a pause and he was thinking about something. He went, Dad, and he went, and he looked me in the eye really deadly serious. He went, I hate Elton Blake. Mm. (laughs) And he was deadly serious, Mm. right? And mm-hmm. you haven't seen the worst of Elton Blake yet. You're, you've just got a glimpse of it. But that's a little heads up. That's an eight-year-old boy who was f- yeah. filled with hatred for this cartoon character. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to get dark over the next few weeks, isn't it? Mm. But there we are. We've got to just go with what we dealt. Yep. It's <sighs> getting good now. It's getting good. There's a good bit coming up. So stay tuned for more Roy the Rovers. Keep the yeah. IFS faith. Yeah, and, TCFN. You know, and sorry about all the horse wanking stuff. I regret yeah, saying that it was, now. That, that was the, all, all of that. The the film they're going to make that was a low mm. point really for this podcast. Well, but, um, yeah, you can cut it out. Now nah, we'll leave it in. Okay. Okay. Bye. TTFN dickheads. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.